This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website, Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show! It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I am kick your ass, and you are. <sighs> Nerdhead. How the hell are you doing? Jackass. Yeah? Think I'm rushing you too much today to get this thing on? God damn it. I just sat down. <laughs> you just sat down. I'm like, are you ready? Let's get it done and over with. God. Let's fucking record this show here I'm today. Out of breath. Hey, so am I. So am I, man. It's been a fucking hell of a day today, and I went to the store this morning, and it's fucking like 10 degrees outside. 
It felt like we were just talking about how warm it was supposed to be this week. Yeah, you came out and you're like, going to the store, are you going to say anything? I'm like, I ain't going out. It's too fucking cold for me. <laughs> Have fun. Come out all dressed and ready to go. You're like, yeah, fuck you. I'm sitting here in front of the TV. You go out there. Here's the list. Breathe the fucking cold. Yeah, I ain't leaving. It was so bad, man. Like, people weren't even outside today. And normally on, like, a Sunday morning, and people already know by now, we record the Monday show on Sunday when I'm, you know, off. Because it's just better for us to not have to rush and do things at our own time, you know? I went to the store this morning. And normally down here in the South, people are out, you know, at church and whatnot. But the roads were just dead. The stores were dead. There were just a couple of workers, just maybe one or two other people. You could tell they were from up north because they had fucking shorts and t-shirts on. And it's fucking, like, negative five degrees out. Just a bitter-ass time, and it's just ridiculous. But we're here. We're going to get this show on the road. And, you know, things are cold outside, but it's sure as hell heating up on sports, man. It's a pretty damn good weekend for football. I can't wait for today's games. What about you? What have you been up to? Um, watched all the Twilight movies. All of them? All of them. There's only five. Good for it's you. It's not that hard to get through. Good for you. For some reason, you're dragging ass. So I, I, I watched them all. Um... What else did I do? I watched, or I'm in the middle of watching, and I didn't write it down. Outlast, I think it's called. Oh, okay. I think on Netflix, it's a. I've seen it. It's a reality show. You haven't seen it. No, like not seen it, seen it, but I seen yeah. it on there. Like they have to, they're in the middle of Alaska. They have to survive and whatever. It's good. I like that one. Uh, but I'm halfway through that. And that's have to about survive it. in Alaska. Yeah, like out in the woods. Oh. Yeah, fuck that. They don't have anything. Bears and shit. Yeah, oh. yeah, there have been bears wandering around. And fuck mm. that, man. It's too damn cold. It's like constantly raining. It's like 30 Mm-mm-mm. degrees. Mm-mm, no. They're I would arguing. do the woods against like all the animals if it's at least warm outside. But, I mean, you got to fight against the animals and the fucking cold. Yeah. But I guess you're, they're not going to let you die. They're not going to let a fucking bear come and maul you and shit. So like, how scary can you really be? Well, they give you stuff. Like, they have, like... Um, Bow and arrows. They have a hatchet. You ain't gonna have to use that shit. There's some guy so, about forty feet away with a fucking rifle in his hand. He ain't gonna let you. I don't know, it. man. They got flare guns. If they decide to leave, they just shoot a flare and then off they go. Are they just tell the cameraman and the guy behind them like, "Hey, uh, I'm, I'm ready to go." <laughs> it's good so far. I, I like it. But that's really? it. I, I can't watch them. I can't watch reality shows. I like shows like that. I've though. seen too many behind the scenes ones. You know, yeah. it ruins it for me. What else you been doing? That's it. That's all you watched? Mm-hmm. So what did you think about Twilight? What, what would you grade these movies if you had to give them a final grade? Oh, I don't know. The books are better. I like uh, the books. You, yeah. you did read the books. Yeah. Damn, I don't remember you reading the books. The the books are much better. Because you get more detail and stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I know, and you're going to get into it, but like you were saying things about Am the first I? movie, and I'm just like, yeah... But the book was good. <laughs> you got it from the book. But they have to rush everything in like a two-hour freaking thing. Well, no, I'm not telling you to. No, no I'm just saying like I'm not yeah. reading any more books in my, for the rest of my life. It's just Really, books are good. If you can find a good one, they're, they're good to read. You know, they, they take too much time and I don't have much time left. Are you kidding me? I blew through that Bridgerton series in like three days. But I mean, what am I going to find the time? It's like I, I have to work five days a week. And on the two days I'm not working, I don't want to sit around reading a fucking book. Yeah. You know, when I get out of work, I, I, there's just not enough time for that activity. To mm-hmm. me, reading a book is equivalent to a job. I'm not going to do two jobs. And, you know, no, it ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess since you're done, I guess I'll get into what I've been watching. And I've watched Twilight, the first three movies. So I'm not going to give any, uh, you know, reviews or anything until they're all done. What in the fuck? I'm not giving a review. I'm not going to say if I like you, him or hate you, him. Oh, my 
my god, I'm so sick of waiting. You won't say shit about I'm not anything. Say what team I, I'm on, even though this I have. This is bullshit. Picks. Then you need to hurry up and, and read it because, like, I everyone's sitting it. here waiting or watch it. Everyone's been sitting here waiting all weekend, and you're not. You're still not saying anything. I will say a couple of things about the movie. And Ugh. the one thing I will say is that yes, I do have a favorite. I have picked a team. <laughs> And I have not switched from this team since the very first movie. I've, I, I've kept the same person. I'm rooting for the girl Bella Swan to get with. And uh, I'm just going to say a couple of small things about the movie. I'm not going to review it or anything. But they really rushed the fucking shit out of this relationship. It was like they met in love immediately. And you're supposed to just go on this love ride with them. And I don't know how they fell in love. I don't see how you can immediately just fall this deeply in love where you can't live without this person within five minutes of meeting them. It, it's the movies are moving so fast that I feel like I'm missing shit. After the first two, I had to go back and read the Wikipedia synopsis of both movies. I'm like, I knew all this, but it's not making sense to me. It's just, they're moving so fast that it's, it's none of it makes sense, but I'm not going to say if I like it or hate, it. I'm just not going to do it until it's all over. I'm not going to give it a full review. The only other thing I will say is that I feel like the movies were unfairly judged. Again, I'm not saying if I like them or not. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there was such a backlash to these movies when they first came out just because they weren't geared for men that I feel like it got a bad rap and it was already doomed to start for a lot of people that may that may like the movies if they give them a chance, but they're not going to because of the whole, no, oh, fuck that, that's gay. You know, you know what I mean? Like that's like that was the sentiment around these movies. If you were a guy, like oh fucking sparkly vampires, and 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 as a person who never watched the movies, you hear sparkly vampires like wait, why the fuck do they sparkle? But then you watch it and you're like, okay, everything takes artistic liberties. Still fucking stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> it, it is. It's fucking stupid. There's a lot of dumb and there's and there's some good. I mean, I, I do like how they handled some of the vampire, you know, imagery and and. And, and storyline from the past. Same thing with the werewolves. And mm -hmm. they did some things better than some werewolf and vampire continuities and some things worse. You know, it's just like any other thing. You have to add some and you remove some. I liked in Vampire Diaries when they added the vampire rings. It's like, okay, they're walking in yeah, daylight. Yeah, because once it's ex explained, then it's like, okay, something. that's that storyline. Yeah, it's not like yeah. it's not like vampires are just immune to the fucking sun. It's like, right. the, the, what separates it from humans? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Just give me a little... It doesn't have to make sense. Just give me something. Oh, they have a ring that lets them... Okay, you don't... Give me... I don't need a history of the fucking ring. I know the ring gives them the ability to do it. Right. You take it off, that's another plot line you could use in the future. That was good. They did their thing with the glowing shit. Whatever. I mean, I, I, I think you're either going to like it or hate it, just like everything else. I think people put too much energy into hating this movie when they could have just simply avoided it or ignored it, and things just would have been what they were. Mm -hmm. Instead, they just bit too much time hating it. You had some people that loved it, and other people had to yell just as loud how much they hated it because everything you have to pick an issue on, whether it's a movie, whether it's a social issue, whatever. I know I went a little bit too deep into like why I think people feel the way they feel about it. I'm not going to bash it that bad when I give my final review. I'm not going to overly love it. I'm just going to give my honest opinion of it when I do finish the movies. I mean, sometime soon? Or... Uh, maybe. I don't know. Eventually, I'm going to finish them. i got two more to go, and I'm, <sighs> I'm going to finish them, and then I will give a final review. Today's uh, Sunday as we're recording it for Monday's show. Uh, on Wednesday's show, I, I, one way or another, I will have these movies done, and I will give a final review, and I will be Team Edward or Jacob. <laughs> you like that little teaser there? I said Edward first. Does that mean he picked Edward? Maybe Team Jacob and Edward. Who Whose team am I on? It's driving you crazy because only one person knows who I picked. And that's not fair. My BFF knows. Why do I sit here and have to fucking wait? Because I love watching you squirm. 
This is some bullshit, I man. I love it. It's fun for me. This is so much fun for me to see you squirming. Oh my god, it's so stupid. I may even hold it for Friday. I may finish the, the movies on Wednesday and then make you wait till Friday. Uh, you won't make it to Friday. But no, the whole thing is like, I don't feel like they're vampires. I don't even think they're vampires in this. I mean, to me, they feel like bloodsuckers with diamond skin. It's just, I mean, that's just the way that they explain it. Hey, we have skin as hard as diamond and it sparkles and shit and we got the ability to suck. They have vampire tenants. I don't think they're vampires. It's, it's, it just feels like they took it. They took the vampirism and they kind of put their own twist on it. And they call them vampires, but they're not. It's just, it's just a weird thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just really different, though. I, that's about all I've watched. Though. I haven't really watched anything else. I've been trying to watch this show on a what the fuck is it called on Star? It's called Outlander. I gave that a shot last night. I watched one episode of it. It's, a, it's, it's kind of like a time travel. Time travel shit. You say you've seen it or no? No, I I started it and it was boring. I couldn't get, really? I get into it. How long ago did you watch this? I didn't know if I months ago. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, like forever ago. Well, then, damn, you're not a fan of time travel. I thought you did like time travel. Shows. It was just slow moving and it was yeah. boring and I'm just like I don't know what the fuck and I just I just stopped. I didn't I didn't give it many episodes of the yeah. chance. I just like I'm like no, this is not for me. Well, I watched one. It was all right. It wasn't the best show. It wasn't the worst show. It was a little boring. Yeah. But it was also enough to say hey, there's time travel coming. And I want to see how they handle the time travel stuff. Yeah, I don't think I made it that far. <laughs> if you didn't make it that far, that's on you. I'll let you know how it is. I mean, other than that, I haven't been doing shit, man. It's just been a really cold but very relaxing weekend. I'm just waiting for next week, really. I mean, we got a week to go until the you know the 28th is is a day that we've been waiting for. We had that marked off in our calendar for you know special reasons or whatnot. And then we've got you know just another what. 10 days until February. I mean, we're already done with the first month of 2024 and the world is still standing. I mean, there hasn't been any bombing in the streets or anything just yet. The Civil War hasn't started. But then again, it's just January. and There's plenty of time for things to go south. So I do want to get into some topics here before we get into the show. And I wanted to ask you if you've seen the fucking latest death. Remember the show Pawn Stars? I don't know if we watched it together if I just watched that one alone. Heard of it, never watched it. I watched uh, Gold Pawn or whatever the hell that one was. The Hardcore Pawn? Yeah, the, that one. the Gold Family? Yeah. I don't know how we got into these shows, but we were obsessed with like pawn shop shows for a short time. Well, yeah, I liked the one. I never watched the other ones, though. I, I did. I watched the other one a little bit. Because yeah. there was the gold one, which was like over-exaggerated people which in the Which is hood. why I liked it. Hilarious. And the arguments and the fights that would happen. Like, I, I loved that show. But then for me, it became like, hey, I want to see the stuff that people bring in. And I wanted to see the artistry of like, hey, haggling and whatnot. And just to hear the stories behind some of these pieces. And then some of the shows, like the one um, Pawn Stars, actually went deep into it. Like, they would say, hey, this was a 15th century something or other. And they would, you know, kind of talk about it. Well, the guy's son, uh, Rick Harrison, he's dead at 39 years old. He had a drug overdose. So I wanted to talk about this real quick because a lot of fucking deaths happen in January. Did you notice that? Like celebrity yeah. deaths. There's been a lot of fucking deaths this year. A lot of athletes been dying. Like a couple of coaches were dying and shit. Now you got this guy fucking dead, this dude from the, the hardcore show. Anyway, he passed away. He had a he had a, a, a fatal drug overdose. Now, of course, you know people were going into the whole thing because anytime someone dies, now you have to go into their tweet history and see if they were vaccinated. And people always go from like you know twenty twenty one to twenty twenty three and whatnot. And you talk about it. People have too much damn time on their hands. Can't that's, they just say someone died? Who cares? That's right, the way on. it is, man. It's such a fucked up thing. But apparently, this guy died, man. He fucking you know he, he was just heavily into drugs and shit. And he did post a picture about the vaccine, and people were all into that, but. 
I just wanted to know, like, do you think this is ever going to be a thing where, like, people just die and it's just, like, they fucking passed away? Or are we ever going to accept that as an answer? Or are we always no, going to uh, dig into this whole, like, hey, how did they die? Was it this? Was it that? People need to be too damn nosy. Like, yeah. who cares? You're really going to read this guy's tweets from two, three years ago? Mm-hmm. It was a drug overdose. The yeah. dude was a drug addict. That's what they're doing, Like, then. just let it go. Yeah, they're going into the fucking past. Like, time has moved on. I don't, I just don't understand it. People are just, like, stuck in it. They won't ever leave that shit behind. <laughs> I left it behind like a year after it happened. I was done. Cut me off. I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. And these people will still just freaking write all this shit. I don't know. But every single it's death crazy. so far this year, I would say out of all those deaths, because I've looked at every single one of them, like read the comments on it, because that's where I always go. I go right to the comments whenever I read an article. They're all checking. What, were they vaccinated? And then they'll post like, oh, well, this is the screenshot of this tweet that they did from like yeah. a year and a half ago. I could see if it's someone foolish. like 24 years old drops dead on a court yeah. from a heart failure. Okay, that's a little shady and fishy. Some, mm-hmm. Something's up there. But this dude was obviously yeah. into some shit. He so, was on the show, but he wasn't a celebrity. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I think people just need to calm down a little bit. And don't, every single death you don't have to look at. It's every death. It's every yeah, fucking death, weird. man. When are we going to stop? It's very ghoulish when, like, the second someone dies, it's like you want to, like, fucking pull the body up out the ground and yeah, the rolls Yeah, rest in shit, peace, man. for fuck's sakes. Who's safe from it, you know? Like, you know, what the fuck? All right, let's hop into some topics here. Do you have anything good today? Um, hmm, couple flavor things. Yeah. And then a couple other things, yeah. Just, like, oh. yeah. I, listen, I was busy watching Twilight and enjoying my night. So. I was watching it too, but I somehow got a little bit of variety here. No, you did no, man. Yeah, you're watching stuff. People are sending your shit in. Not all, not all of these. Goodness, man. There Get was the hell one out special person though, that did come back. Yeah. Finally back from fucking doing all your damn whatever work. Whatever vacation she was on this whole time, but her pal Sherry wanted me to let you know some stuff. And there's a lot of stuff going on today, so let's hop on into it here. This is the hottest story of the week that I've heard the most about, man. And this fucking guy, he's a New York City musician. He threw a joint baby shower for all five women he got pregnant. Yeah, I saw that. They were all together in a picture, a professional photo that they took. All the women, most of them were pregnant. This dude is sitting in the middle of these fucking skanks. And this one, this guy's name is Zeddy Will. He's 22 years old. Yeah. Recently hosted a joint baby shower for his five pregnant baby mamas. One of his partner, Lizzie Ashley, claimed this on that website, but the videos that people post are stupid shit on. So Ashley's 29. She revealed a startling achievement by showing off the party invitations, which showed the shower being hosted in Queens on January 14th. The mom, so, huh, hold yeah, on right. a second. Like, I'm just asking. This is a joint baby shower for five different women, at least five babies. We don't know yeah. if one of them's a set of twins or not, right? So when you're coming to this baby shower, are you buying five different presents? Because there's five children here. There's five babies. Mm, this is or are a... you just bringing one present with one onesie in it, and then, like... Who knows which baby's going to get it? It doesn't make much <laughs> sense to have it this way. This, to me, is crazy. I mean, you got five women. How many people... How big is this venue going to be? Because one baby shower can yield at least, what, 15 to 20 people? Yeah. I mean, you got to rent out a fucking, like, a rec hall for this shit. And everyone's family's going to show up. And let's just say if, like... All right. I mean... I've never been to a baby shower. We never had one. I mean, people just kind of sent shit or bought it, you know, from the families and whatnot. But let's say if, like, 
girl number three wants like a blue bassinet and girl number five gets a blue bassinet. Do they work out some kind of arrangement? Like, hey, if you get this at the baby shower, we can change this for this. Or do you think they're swapping shit out? Do you think they're all Here's partners th- in this I'm pregnancy? thinking like the girl's family or whatever would just directly give gifts to her. That's what I'm thinking. But him, like his family, who is his family getting gifts for? Yeah. Is like his mom buying five separate gifts for... <laughs> Or five grandbabies, or like, I, that's bizarre. And apparently, he got them all knocked up like really close together, like all around the same time. Is this an achievement? Is this something to be proud of? Apparently, because he's having Is a it? blast, freaking showing pictures and shit. I've never heard of this fucking guy. How how is he going to pay for all this? At least that Nick Cannon guy is a celebrity and he makes a lot of money. But I mean, 11, 12 kids, I just don't understand. Like, what is the point of that? What is what is that for? I mean, that's got to be some kind of narcissism thing, right? Let's look at how many offspring I have. Did any of them think that they were his girlfriend? Because if he cheated this many times, can you imagine how many times he cheated and they're not knocked up? These girls are all extremely rough looking. And they call this guy a musician. So he probably had like maybe like a demo tape. Oh, this guy's going to be something. I'm going to go fuck him because he's going to make a lot of money. This guy let, you know, the couple like birds that fucking fly his way, you know, fucking get their little attention. He fucks them and sends them on their way. And then little did he know, he ain't going to ever make it in this business. And he's going to have a bunch of kids by a bunch of women who think he's going to be something and he ain't shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but the moms to be in and him posed for a joint photo on the invitation, which read, Welcome little Zeddy Wills, one through five. I guess we're sister wives now, Ashley captioned the video, referring to the popular TLC show that uh, follows the lives of a polygamous family. The post had reached out to her for comment and couldn't reach her. The singer also uploaded happy photos of the large, untraditional family posing outside their party. In another disco-inspired photo shoot to show off their growing bumps alongside an overjoyed William. Ashley revealed in a follow-up video that the five moms, Ashley, Bonnie, B, Kay Marie, Jylene, Vila, and... Alana Khalifa Galetti have accepted each other because it is better for the little ones to grow up in a large family. These women are all extremely happy. He looks happy. These pictures, I mean, you would think that this guy is just the happiest man on earth because he looks like he is. So who are we to judge, right? You want to have five kids by five different women at the same fucking time. (laughs) I mean... Their birthdays Life are going to be man. relatively close. I mean, all of these five kids are going to be within one month, probably, of being born because they're all about ready to pop. <laughs> I don't know. He, he has a manager and a co-manager because his co-manager told the news that society has shifted and so in turn is modern relationship dynamics. The essence lies in redefining relationships personally, breaking away from the one-size-fits-all approach and societal pressures to conform to norms. His team also told the uh, media outlet that they believe he's mature enough to handle being a new f- a new father to five. From having no children and doing whatever the hell you want to having no life at all in the blink of an eye. Oh, please, man. You're telling me this guy's just going to be the best dad ever. He's going to just give up his career. You, you don't have a career anymore. Yeah, but who's to say he's going to stick around? You got five kids. You don't have a career anymore. You have to just do whatever <laughs> you can. He's got five babies, man. <sighs> I'd be running for the hills like <laughs> I can't I just, do five. I'm sorry. I mean, two is hard enough. I can only imagine having five kids. All all newborns. No, thank you. And these women, 
they're all happy. They're all together. I just don't. I mean, hey, God bless them. If they can make this thing work, I would love to see what's going to happen to them besides a reality show, I'm sure. Oh, God. You think, yeah. that's, you think that was the conversation they had here before this was all done? Who knows? But that's probably what will happen. How do you get five? I mean, people aren't that bright. And this is the society that we live in now where it's like get rich quick. By any means necessary. All five of them weren't on birth control? Like, none of you? This had to be premeditated, right? You would think so. God. That's a lot. I don't know. Well, we got another one here for you. Arnold Schwarzenegger, of all people, was detained at a Munich airport over his luxury watch. Do you feel bad for Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, but why'd they detain him for a watch? What the hell was wrong with it? About to find out, and I've got one little phrase for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Remember a time ago when he said, screw your freedom to everybody about the vaccine? Remember that shit? Screw, screw your freedom. He went on, he made a video about your freedoms. Stop being babies. Yeah. And now he's bitching about being detained over a, a, a custom watch. So let's just see if we can muster any kind of sympathy for Mr. Schwarzenegger here. So he was detained by customs officers at the Munich airport on Wednesday for not declaring a luxury watch he was wearing while traveling to, to, to Austria. Uh, Schwarzenegger is 76 years old. Yeah. 76, man. Was detained for three hours at the airport in Germany. The Hollywood star and former California governor and all-around asshole was planning on auctioning the watch at his charity auction in Kuzbel, Austria, on Thursday. According to a news release, Schwarzenegger is scheduled to appear in an event to raise funds for the Schwarzenegger Climate Initiative, which is probably a money laundering scheme for his Democrat friends, and also supports climate projects around the world, whatever the fuck that means. The actor was never asked to fill out a declaration form, the source said, and tried to pay the taxes for the watch at the airport, but the credit card machine wasn't working. Schwarzenegger was then brought to an ATM to withdraw money, but the limit was too low for what he needed, and then the bank was closed, so customs officers finally brought in a credit card machine that worked for him. I mean, they bent over backwards to keep him out of trouble. Imagine if that was us, who just had a a fucking... Do you think they would have bent over backwards to make sure we had the money to pay for this? Or do you think they would have just fucking taken the thing and thrown us in jail and forgotten about us? But anyway, once the watch was auctioned, the source said the Schwarzenegger Climate Initiative will properly report it, as of Arnold's nonprofits do. He was expected to be allowed to continue his journey, but the watch will probably have to stay behind. The watch was custom-made for Schwarzenegger by luxury Swiss watchmaker Audemars Piguet, whatever the fuck that... That's a weird company. Uh, a, a criminal procedure investigation for possible tax evasions is currently ongoing. So they kept the watch and let Arnold go. So I guess his watch had to check its freedom at the door, like he told all of us to do so not too long ago. Oh, lifestyles of the rich and famous, huh? <laughs> the lifestyles of the fucking rich and screw your freedoms, fucking asshole. Oh, God. Rules for thee and not for me, man. Can you imagine that, though? Like, we would get thrown in prison if we had a fucking unopened container of soup in our bag. Yeah. No questions asked. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Privileged life. Homeowners made a grisly discovery while attempting to give away belongings left behind by the previous owners. According to the Mesa County Sheriff's Office in Colorado, authorities responded to a home in Grand Junction around 2.30 p.m. last Friday after people at the address cleaning out the recently sold property discovered possible human remains inside the residence. Hmm. I mean, that'll bring the value down, won't it? I'd immediately be like calling my fucking realtor, like, "What the fuck, man? There is a dead body in this house." How nice is the house? Is it nice enough you don't care? I don't. I don't know, man. Authorities confirmed they found a human head and human hands. It's not a whole body. 
Just to, Where's the rest of them? Just to head and hands. Why? Why would that be in someone's house? Where's the rest of them? That's the question. Like, why was only some of it deemed worthy enough to take and not the rest? A neighbor speaking to the outlet claimed a woman and her son lived in the house uh, together before, recently moving out. She said they packed up the last of the items they wanted to take with them on Friday, leaving behind a, a heap of discarded goods. So it was a mother and her son. What is that son up to? Mm. <laughs> I'd be looking at the lady who purchased the house posted online for people to come and get the free stuff, said the neighbor who told KREX. Uh, she spoke with a man who allegedly um, was was there when they made the horrifying discovery. She claimed he told her he was there to pick up a deep freezer lift at the property, which had a bunch of frozen animal meat in it. As they were pulling it <clears throat> out to pack it up, she said, there was a black bag, and when they opened the bag, a human head fell out Ooh. of a deep freezer. Yeah. Like, that's strange to me. Why do you keep it around? Like, it was put in the freezer. Yeah. Like, that's... Like, why? I guess part of the reason, I mean... Why would any killer want to keep the pieces behind? I guess to keep an eye on it so no one else can find it. I mean, you got to think of this way. Like, let's say if a person kills another human being, right? If they leave the body in a wood somewhere, like five miles away from their house, they're going to try back and check on it, make sure no one else has found it, because the guilt is going to eat them alive, you know? Yeah. You would think that they want it like, man, I'm going to bury them in my backyard, so I know it's it's near me, it's safe, no one else is going to find it. And and that's the way they think, I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, the neighbor said authorities were seen bringing several other bags out of the home, though it's unclear at this time what they contained. There are no other details that can be released at this point, Wendy likes. So the sheriff's office told the outlet, we want to make sure that someone doesn't find out their loved one has passed away through rumors and innu innuendo. We believe it's an isolated incident. We don't believe there's a threat to the community. Dude, there are dead human parts in a freezer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's concerning Extremely. to me. Extremely. <laughs> no one asked the question. Like, why did the they human They sold head the house the and left the human body mm -hmm. pieces there. They didn't even take them with them. Uh, that's weird. It's dumb because your name is on that paperwork as the seller and the previous owner. You're going to have to answer for this shit, not the new buyer. Like, they're not... We're not concerned. We think this is an isolated thing. What do you... I, well, I'm so like, What would your response be? So... I mean, picture your dream house. Imagine we got a deal bed. on that shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'd be like, like, what kind of people were living here before? I mean, would you care? I can almost hear you being like, oh, fuck it. It's just a head. We'll throw it out. <laughs> fuck it. Did you see the fucking space in the closets? <laughs> it has an upstairs, downstairs, and a basement, and a garage. Fuck it. Oh my god, I don't know. Fuck it. I could, I could hear you, man. If this was the most beautiful... There was an outside it, it pool. It would have to be a really nice house, man. I'm telling you, like a nice outside pool with a screen and shit around it. Like, man, we got this house for half off. I wonder why. And you see there's dead body parts all over the place. You'd be like, oh, fuck, well, let's clean it up. It's just... Where's the rest of the body? Do they eat it? You'd be like, the spirit follows the remains. We're not going to be haunted. We'll just fucking throw it across town in a neighbor's yard. But I would want to know where's the rest of the body at. You get, you get a, a is dog it in the yard? Room. Get a dog. <laughs> like, the is dog the... will find it. I don't know, man. I don't like it. I don't. That's weird. I don't like it either. But like, as as long as you, I mean, what's the, what would happen? Let's say if you're a killer, you've already killed the person and left their body behind. 
a new family moves into the house where you murdered someone. You're not going to knock on the door. You don't have a vendetta against the house and everyone that owns it. Excuse it's me, I, I accidentally gone. left the head here. Can you please give it to me? Ding dong. <laughs> oh, hold on, honey. Maybe we'll get the door. Some fucking shady looking dude out there with a chainsaw. And, Sir, can I help you? Yeah, I just have this thing about this house and people that live in it. I kind of have to kill you guys right now. Uh, do you have to? We're about to eat dinner in a minute. Yeah, I just kind of have to. You know, it's this thing. I just don't like people that live here for some reason. That doesn't happen, does it? No, but there's still... He ain't coming back. Oh, my God. You sh- he left ahead. You he's, not gonna back c- he's not going to... He's not going to... I left something behind or upstairs. Or she did. It was a mother and a son. I don't know how old the son was, so maybe it was her. Maybe she got rid of her husband. <laughs> Who knows, man? I left something behind when I was leaving before you guys bought the house. Oh, you mean that iPhone charger? Oh, here it is. No, it's something a little bit bigger. Uh, <laughs> You wouldn't want to keep the house though If it was the nicest house you've ever seen Your dream home And there was like an arm and a fucking head And a couple fingers on the kitchen table when you walked in I don't know And that's another thing Like I don't like people that they sell their house Or they move out or whatever And they leave shit there We had something here didn't we We had a stupid fucking box spring And like some other crap here And I'm just like why why You can't clear the fucking house out Why do we have to pick up your crap And move Mm -hmm. it out of here Like we got time for that We didn't have a freaking truck or anything Like how What are we supposed to do with this box spring This big ass fucking thing Yeah I don't want to lay in Oh my god Had to get a ride to the freaking dump And tie it on someone's car Like it was just What a pain in the ass Like Get your shit out of there Get the fuck These people can't even remember Their damn body parts to Mm -hmm. pack up Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm Oh. Fucking assholes. All right, Is so... Is that time already? Yay! Almost. <laughs> almost there. So listen, there's a couple on a 10-hour international flight realized they're sitting in someone else's urine. No. Mm-mm. If I sit Fuck. down on something and it's wet, I don't, I don't know what I would do. Dude, no. I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't. If I sat down... I mean, I always pay attention. You always look first before you sit. Yeah, I always look down. Yeah. But what if they're dark colored seats? You can't tell if if like a black chair is wet, if it's like a black seat. Can you smell it? Maybe not. Maybe maybe it's fresh. It's freshly pissed. (laughs) It it hasn't been marinated in that heat. Oh, yuck. So a a, a Qantas Airways rep tells Complex the company's looking into the urine incident in a December 30th flight from Bangkok to Sydney. All our international aircrafts are clean between each flight, including vacuuming seats and disinfecting surfaces. We're looking into what has occurred and have raised the issue with our cleaning supplier in Bangkok, which cleaned the aircraft prior to departure. We have apologized to the customer that was affected and will provide a refund as a gesture of goodwill. So here's the original story. That was a statement first. So mystery urine is at the root of an incident on a recent 10-hour flight from Bangkok to Sydney. You're sitting in someone's piss for 10 hours. That person has become you at this point. Yeah, you have, disgusting. You, you become a part of this person. Like, there was no empty seat that you can move this person. Like, I would not want to sit in it all 10 hours. Mm-mm. I would sit on the floor of the flight. Yeah. I would I, lay right in the middle and be like, hey, just walk over me if you guys got to do shit. I will lay on the floor then sit in someone else's piss. Anyway, that's the word straight from the New Zealand Herald, which reported this week on a Wellington couple's ultimately successful push for a refund after they unknowingly spent far too many hours in the company of a stranger's piss. The incident allegedly happened on a Qantas Airways flight on December 30th, with the two unidentified passengers first noticing a liquid they presumed to be spilled water on an airline-branded pillow. I mean, piss is yellow. You would think, like, a, a pillow would be white. You would think it would be stained, right? It, it, it wouldn't look white. It would look yellowish, wouldn't it? It'd be, like, stained yellow? Yeah. Or, I don't know. Additionally, a duty-free bag, which the couple said was holding approximately $70 in various items, including a headphone case, 
was also what after being placed on the floor in front of their seats. Oh, okay, no. come on. You can't see the, the floor is wet? Why would you put your bag on? Even if you thought it was water, why would you put your bag down on it? You have to be able to see that there's liquid there. Mm-mm-mm. When you first get into that row of seats, you're not looking to... I always look down. I don't know yeah. why. I just do. It's a thing that... When I'm walking, Smart. I'm looking down. I don't look up. Like, you, I would see that there's liquid on the floor. Yeah. I wouldn't put my bag in it. Well, that's something that you don't think of, too. I mean, there's a couple other things I do that I, I don't think a lot of people do. Like, when I pump gas, for instance, at the uh, gas station, I put my credit card in. Yeah. I put my hand on the machine, and I, and I pull on it, and I jingle it before I put my card in there to see if it's one of those false reader things that they put to hack your card. Yeah. Every time. Even if I'm at an ATM machine, I always, no matter what I put my, my debit card or credit card into, I always jingle the thing. I put my hand on it, I'm like pulling it off almost. And one of these days, it's going to snap off, and you're going to be like, what the fuck am I holding? <laughs> and you're going to see the real machine behind it and be like, what the fuck? You know? And then some black van's going to pull up and kill me, and I'll be like, thank you. You're fucking up our operation, dude. Anyway, deep into the flight, a passenger discovered a pair of children's underwear under a seat, prompting a chilling revelation. Now we know that we've been sitting in urine for a 10-hour flight trip. Uh, fucking I, they told the Herald. Though the passengers say they were initially met with pushback over the more than reasonable request for a refund, their efforts did indeed end up resulting in exactly that. So, of course, hitting in someone's piss isn't the wildest thing that happened on the plane because the door flew off and they're trying to say that was even wilder. But I would rather have the door of the plane fly off while I'm in it than sit in someone's piss for even five seconds. Oh, I don't know about that. I would rather have that door rip off. And be, that would be terrifying. So is sitting in someone else's piss. <laughs> I would rather Yeah, they're both sit. bad, but I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think I could with the door flying off. That, I would think I was dying. But when the door flied off, no one got hurt, surprisingly, even though I was told it was a vacuum effect where you, everything would be sucked out of that plane. No one died. No one yeah, apparently hurt. that's just the movie. I don't know. Is that just the movies that that yeah, happens in? It must be. They have no <laughs> idea how the fuck physics works because I'm telling you, man, in the movies, everything gets sucked out. They're all like flying. They're holding on for dear life. In this one, a girl's shirt got ripped and everyone got an eyeful of titty. That was pretty much all that happened. They that lost their it. iPhones. Oh, yeah. Oh, big Got deal. them back working just fine. Big deal. It was only 15,000 feet under. You're still working just fine. I mean, shit. Because that was part of the story, too, wasn't it? Yep. I mean, fucking A. So there you go. All right. So man accused of decapitating a woman arrested with a severed hand in his pocket. What is happening with his body parts, man? Maybe he wanted to give himself a hand job later from her. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, this is fucking crazy. So, a, a security guard with a severed hand in his pocket at the same time of his arrest has been charged with the murder of a decapitated woman. Solomon Martinez was arrested in Pueblo, Colorado last week at his place of employment and had the human remains in a plastic bag in the chest pocket of his jacket at the time. This is a security guard. He's at work. Yeah. With a fucking human hand. <laughs> this is fucking weirdo, man. In his coat pocket in a plastic bag. What are you saving it for? Because you put it in a bag to preserve it for something. What are you doing with it? I, I just want to know. What are you doing with this? Dude, hand? you can't trust anybody, man. You go to the store, like the cashier could be having like a, a fucking finger in her freaking pocket. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. It's weird. What do you think he does for a living? He's a security guard, you said. He's, so if he's a, oh, so sorry, he's a security guard. So, I mean... He's the kind of guy that, like, you, you walk up to him when you're lost in a building because he's got a badge on. You're yeah. like, hey, sir, uh, where are the bathrooms at? Oh, it's up it's up the escalator and to the left. You're asking this guy a question. He's got a badge on. Unknowingly, he has a fucking human hand severed in his coat pocket in the other room. It's just, yeah, it's you weird. never know, man. You never fucking know. So, anyway, uh, 
According to court documents, he said at one point, I had a hand in my jacket for two whole days. An arrest affidavit detailed the events leading up to his capture. The suspect's roommate told police Martinez showed up to a car wash around 5 a.m. on January 9th, covered in dirt and blood. The roommate said Martinez asked him to dig a 10-foot hole for him, offering to knock $1,000 off the debt you owe me for help. He also claimed the suspect used a power washer to get the blood off his hands and was secretive about something big being in his trunk. You know what? People that do horrible shit feel like they have to tell someone else. Like, I don't well, I don't know, think they man. feel like they, I, they like talking about it. Yeah, they can't keep. People they like the can't attention. Keep secrets. Yeah, I don't know. People can't fucking keep a secret. It's like they have something that they don't tell anybody. But I got to tell you this secret. Don't tell anyone, please. Yeah. You tell that person. The first thing they want to do is tell someone else. I mean, if you're seeing some shady ass shit, mm-hmm. why aren't you saying anything? Because it said he had the hand in his pocket for two fucking days, yep. but his roommate knew that he went to go get his. Car power wash. He had something that shouldn't be there in the trunk. He was covered in dirt and blood. Mm -hmm. Asked you to dig a ten foot hole. No warning signs here. You're making him accessory. This is very fucking weird. Your roommate. You're making him accessory. The fucking crime. Because if you do something horrible, don't tell me you did it. Don't. I don't want to know. Yeah, keep me out. Keep it a fucking secret. Like you killed someone. Who cares? What do you want for dinner tonight? Don't tell me. (laughs) I don't want to know. If you do something really bad, just don't tell me. Unless you need my help to get out of it. No, don't tell me then either. You're on your own. Leave me alone. If it's something you know I can handle, if it's like, hey, help me bury a body, all right, fine, I'll fucking help you do that. But don't tell me that, like, hey, I did this horrible thing, they got me on camera, can you help me get it? No, because you're getting caught, don't bring me down with you. Anyway, another witness said Martinez also told him he needed to dig a hole that same day. So this guy just fucking blabbermouth, man. Yeah. He would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for his fucking mouth. Anyway, uh, before he said the suspect allegedly dragged what appeared to be the body of a woman out of his vehicle and and set it down on the creek's bed, he showed the guy what he had in his fucking trunk. <laughs> He's desperately, hey man, can you call the cops please? I just want to show them too. Anyway, the man told police the victim was decapitated but her head was still with the body. He said he also took video of the corpse. Oh my god. Please take video of it on your phone that you should be using to call 911. <laughs> I mean... What is happening? I'm going to upload this to iCloud. We all share it as a family, you know? The witness uh, showed the video to Martinez's roommate as well as police. Oh, my God. So this guy shared the video. Hey, man, I'm going to say, I'm going to send you this video, all right? Hey, dude, give me your number. Give me your number. Let me text you this. Come on. (laughs) Fucking, this guy. He took a video of a decapitated body, sent it to his friend. (laughs) Hey, you, come here. Come here. You, come here. You want to see a dead body? I got one in my trunk. Oh, my God. You want to come take a picture with it? Come on. What the fuck, dude? This is so stupid. After being shown uh, photos of the the victim, Martinez allegedly told authorities he did spend time with her the previous evening. Picked her up for uh, sex work, but then denied killing her. He reportedly blamed the witness, not his roommate, for the killing, saying the man borrowed his car, which had his phone and gun inside it. He must have somehow tracked the victim down after he dropped her off. The suspect's hands were cut up, but he told authorities the scrapes were from rocks while picking up dog shit. Uh, what a horrible fucking excuse. Yeah. After the separate hand, he reportedly said the witness asked him to pick it up and just keep it in his pocket in a fucking <laughs> plastic baggie. He, he, he stopped bragging when the police were asking him questions. He just brags to normal people, I guess. He was working as a security guard at the time of his arrest, but reportedly had no criminal history and passed all background checks before he was hired. Because I guess he knew how to keep his mouth shut when he was doing dirt before. 
This is, it's just weird. This whole thing is weird. So many red flags and no one, just, why did it take so long? Listen to this shit. Guess how long he's been a security guard for. 20 years. He had only been working for the company run by former Pueblo County Sheriff Dan Corsentino for just more than 50 hours before he was arrested. <laughs> That's 50 hours. I mean, I don't, are they going by like, did he work a full week of 40 hours plus 10 hours or was just, he was hired for 48 hours plus two. So he only worked maybe two days. Wow. I don't know, man. He's being held on more than $1 million cash bond. Wow. This was probably his first major killing. <laughs> and he wanted everyone to be proud of him. He was just looking for affirmation, you know? Yeah, but the friends, though. The, the freaking friends. Like, I don't understand. Helping him. Like they're helping him. I, I, I see you throw him all up. <laughs> He's dragging a headless body out of the trunk. And the dude is just taking videos. Like, look at this crazy motherfucker. Just, I don't get it. You can imagine her just at the park, just hanging out. You're like, you know, you got your binoculars, you got your little bird book. You sit there watching birds and shit. And some guy pulls up on a station wagon. He's like, hey, you, come here. You want to see a dead body? And he fucking, he's, and then you're like creeped out. So you're like, yeah, what the fuck's he going to show me? And he, he pulls out a dead body and throws it on the ground in front of you. <laughs> films it on his video, asks you for your cell phone number, sends you the video. Like, what the fuck? I mean, this is just bizarre. <laughs> that was a really good story. It's, it just doesn't make any sense, but this is what happens in this world. Oh, God. Well, on Wednesday, Kraft announced it's launching three new flavors of its Kraft singles, marking the first time a new flavor has joined its lineup in nearly a decade. According to a pre press release shared with uh, Food & Wine, the new flavors include jalapeno, garlic and herb, and... Uh, caramelized onion. You eat a lot of cheese. Would you eat any of that? Caramelized onion? Garlic the, and herb, maybe. Does caramelized onion mean like... Uh, I, I know what caramelized means, but does it mean... Is it, it cooked the way onion. that they... I don't like those onions. But I like onions on, uh, on McDonald's cheeseburgers. Like, if you give yeah, me I a like McDonald's cheeseburger, I, I can eat them. But I can't eat an onion if you cut an onion and we're like, here, mm. put this on your burger. I couldn't do it. Oh, so good. I, I, I would puke. As the top-selling sandwich cheese brand, uh, with one in four American households having Kraft Singles in their refrigerator, fans of the iconic brand can now expand their taste buds with these new additions to the Kraft Singles portfolio, the brand stated. It added that when, while you can make anything you want using the slices, it suggests uh, trying them as a ham and cheese panini using the caramelized onion singles, or a steak sandwich with the added punch of jalapeno singles, and even a chicken parm with the added flavors of garlic and herbs. Ugh. I don't know. It sounds good. I mean, you okay. can make anything sound good. Apparently they're going to come in packages of 16 slices, and they're coming out now, and they're going to be here to stay. So it's not a limited time type thing. Yeah. The garlic and herb one does sound good, but I don't yeah. eat a lot of cheese. Yeah, I mean... They so, always fuck with cheese. Like though. a grilled cheese sandwich? With, oh, mm. Yeah, see? That that might actually taste good. Well, I saw something weird in the store. It, it was with you the other day when we were at the store. It was uh, it was like a ham and cheese loaf. Where it was like ham and it had the cheese already in it. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like... It looked like a square slice of ham and it had like 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 cheese baked into it, which was, I thought, kind of weird. Hmm. 
because it's like, I mean, when I'm making a sandwich, back when I used to make the sandwiches, you know, you get your slice of bread, you put your fucking, <laughs> your spread on it, then you put your meat, and then you put your cheese, and then you just close it up, and you're done. Now, it's like they took away a whole layer of it, and you just put your slice of meat with the cheese already baked into it. It's just, I don't know, it's just, it's just weird. <laughs> well, people are lazy, so they're going to make it as simple as they can. But what if it. I don't want that cheese that's in that ham? What if yeah. I don't want American cheese? What if I want cheddar cheese? And you're like, that's the only ham they have? I don't fucking know. Yeah. And they never get it right. It's, they never get it right for some reason. Like, like that cheddar cheese bread that we used to get from the. They used to bake the the bread with the cheese in it, and it looked it, it was it looked really good. But then you bite it. Oh, like, the what? artisan bread. But you can't taste the cheese. It looks like it's in there, oh, but it kills God. the flavor when you bake it in there. I don't know. Cheddar and garlic artisan bread. Man, I couldn't taste it. Damn, I mean, shit was so good. It. And I used to eat it, and I'm like, I don't taste the fucking cheese. Oh, my God. That that shit was so good, and then we moved here. Yeah. You can't get that sh- I can't. We haven't found it down here anywhere. For some reason, we used to go there, like, first thing in the morning when it was, like, when open the bakery. When it was fresh, yes. It was, like, still warm, and the bag was fogging up. And I remember getting home, making a sandwich. <sighs> the best fucking bread I've ever had. And it tasted bland as shit. Give me white bread and let me put my own cheese on that bitch, and it will taste better than it the shit that's so baked into it. It was so freaking good for me. I love that shit. Maybe because it's the idea, like, hey, there's cheese in here. I can't taste it, but I have to pretend that I can, so I don't look like an idiot <laughs> no, with a bad palate. It tasted good. I'll tell you, like it is. That shit was garbage. <laughs> kind of like this uh, employee at this North Carolina police office, where the the chief was ousted after asking the captain's wife for nude photos of her. Oh my god. I mean, you would think you would. I mean, that's like going to work and being like, "Hey, man, your your wife is hot," and then going to the office party and going going right to the wife and asking for nude photos. Your boss's wife asking her—that's just fucking. Can you imagine this happening? Yeah. The new details have come to light regarding the October termination of a North Carolina police chief who reportedly asked a captain's wife for nude photos on Snapchat, among other wrongdoings. This guy's a fucking pervert. He was probably the kind of guy, too, that, like, was nice to your face. You invite him over. Oh, let's fucking invite Tim over. He's always a good guy to have around. And he's just secretly trying to fuck everyone, wipe behind his back. You know what I mean? So the request came twice, though the woman did not respond with any photographs. Marcel Town Manager Nathan Bennett told the news record in Sentinel of Farce Conduct. Your conduct in attempting to pursue a romantic relationship with the wife of one of your subordinate officers is reprehensible. To actively solicit that relationship is unforgivable and put your entire department in the town of Mars Hill at risk. I, I don't know. How, how does that put the town, the at, town risk? at risk? How does that put the town? I, I don't know. And how was he allowed to ask twice? Maybe she was too afraid to say something the first time. Like, I don't want to. Dude, I would say something immediately. Like, some freaking creep that you work yeah. with, man, is trying to ask me for photos. Like, no, immediately. Well, that is creepy. I'll think of it from her point of view. Like, you work with this dude. Man. Yeah. You know? No. But we don't know the relationship. Like, let's just say him and the other guy were really close. And the guy goes to her and he's like, hey, can I see some... Well, this was on Snapchat. You would think that there's a log. Like, she could screenshot it. No, Snapchat doesn't stuff disappear? Isn't that why they You're all go to me, Snapchat? I, I have no fucking clue. I'm almost positive. Like, you, you post something on there and it disappears. I literally just watched a documentary about we'd those to, uh, we'd have to ask her That's her kid. I have no fucking clue. But let's just say that's the case. All right. All right. Well, let's do it either way. If you can still screenshot your phone before it disappears, unless it yeah, right yeah. So she would have had proof, but maybe she wasn't quick enough. I, I don't know. Let's just say hypothetically, he he asked her and she couldn't get the proof. Maybe she was thinking to herself, 
like, hey, I have to have something because they've been close for so long. I don't want to ruin my relationship with him if he chooses his friend in the end. You know what I mean? Like, maybe she wanted something more concrete. Okay, like, that's not a guy you need to be with No, it's either. not. It's not. It really isn't. The captain reportedly provided Bennett with screenshots of the messages Clark sent to his wife, and Bennett then solicited an independent investigation of the former police chief's conduct with the department. Hmm. So the captain reportedly, so he provided screenshots, so they did have the screenshots, so why was there an additional investigation needed? You have everything you need. Yeah. And Clark apparently admitted to sending the messages when Bennett confronted him. Bennett added that Clark's dishonesty with him and the investigator left him with no choice but to terminate the former police chief. Your insubordination to me by immediately leaving my office and attempting to communicate with the members of your department and with the victims of your misconduct is blatant. The town manager also criticized Clark's handling of firearms in his office, saying they were never locked in a safe place contrary to all concepts of uh, gun safety, even though guns were not loaded, and Clark's personal use of his vehicle provided by the town for official police work. He also had a vehicle, or he also had, he had a gun that was... You know, fucking sitting there in the open. Oh, not... God. And so he's one of those guys. I, I, I mean, I guess you have to guess what his demeanor would be. You're a police officer. You think you're above the law. You think you're better than everybody else. It gets to your head. Yeah, a lot of them do. And then you think you can do anything. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm just going to. I mean, like you walk into a convenience store that says no guns allowed and you got your fucking gun just hanging outside your shirt. I'm a fucking cop. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a fuck. I'm a fucking cop. This fucking says no littering. You fucking drop your candy wrapper. You look at somebody like oh fucking cop. <laughs> You're speeding ninety miles an hour. Everyone else is going thirty five and a fucking forty five because they see your car coming. And you're like oh fucking. Cop. And, they, and they always speed by. Yeah, every time. <laughs> Everyone else slows down and they speed right on by. Like, Dude, I'm sweating deal. bullets. I'm going forty and a forty five. My hands are on the ten and three. I'm like a grandmother. My fucking head sinking down by my shoulders. This guy, pew, fucking, was that a cop car that went by? His lights aren't going. Why is he going 90? It's know. just as dangerous if he does it than if I do it, right? Yep. I'm telling you, man, what they need to do, if you really want to make a difference with speeding and get less accidents, you can you can even fire half the police force and just put empty cop cars up and down the highway, and you will see people, they see it a mile away, they will slow down. It doesn't have to be a cop in the motherfucker. You would have to constantly move them, though. Yeah. Or... Or eventually, maybe put a real person in there on random days. So if someone's like, oh, I see this car every day, there's never yeah. one, and they speed by, and then one day it comes after you, it'll keep that you honest. That would be funny. It'll <laughs> keep you honest, man. Like, hey, these cops, we don't know, man. It could be a Monday, the cop could be in there at 3 o'clock, it could be at 12 o'clock, they might not be there at all. You don't take your chances. Yeah. That's how you stop these fucking... Because my biggest problem, and this has just been living in the South for the longest time, is the fucking idiots that can't drive. There's so many fatalities due to fucking idiots and irresponsible drivers, whether they're drunk, too tired to be on the road, just stupid, reckless, too young. They're driving shit that shouldn't be on the road in the first place because down here in South Carolina, as long as it fucking goes room vroom, who cares what it looks like? It's fucking legal on the road. It, we just got to take better fucking care of it, man, because there's we can save a lot of lives just by fucking being more responsible with that shit, you know? Well, a, a Pennsylvania man is dead because his loud snoring... Kept waking up his fed-up neighbor who stabbed him to death to get him to stop. It's a good way to shut him up. <laughs> the bizarre real-life tale began last Sunday evening in Upper Moreland Township, where police responded to the home of Christopher Casey after receiving a 911 call from him to report a stabbing. When they arrived, the cops discovered Casey's neighbor, Robert Wallace, about 50 feet from the house with two knife wounds to his body. Casey had also been stabbed in the right thigh. Police found blood inside and outside the residence. Both men were rushed to the local hospital where Wallace died, and Casey was 
treated for his non-life-threatening injuries. Investigators were able to piece together that Wallace went over to Casey's home that night and stepped onto his porch to detach a screen from one of the windows. Casey, who was eating dinner, uh, was somehow alerted and confronted Wallace, getting into a heated argument. During the verbal altercation, Casey produced a military-style knife, plunging the blade into Wallace twice. Mm -hmm. It wasn't clear how Casey suffered his wound. Uh, Police recovered the knife at the crime scene. Perhaps the most stunning element of the story came when detectives learned the motive behind the attack. The neighbors had been involved in an ongoing beef over Wallace's loud snoring, which could be heard through a wall shared by their connected homes. That would drive me nuts, too, Mm -hmm. man. Uh, Montgomery County District Attorney uh, Kevin Steele said Casey was arrested Thursday and charged with third-degree murder, voluntary manslaughter, and possessing an instrument of crime. Casey's currently in custody while being held on a million-dollar cash bail. (laughs) And now he's going to be in jail sleeping with his cellmate who probably fucking snores. Yeah. And what's he going to do about it? With a bunch of men. Yep. Who probably freaking snort. And they're banging so the shit what? against her, screaming or yep. moaning because they fucking make weird sounds and shit. Now you're never going to sleep again. It's freaking oh. loud as hell in there. Now, now you're really screwed. So really, what was the point? I was watching something and it was like a, this was a while back. It was like a webcam where you can go in and like watch a live feed of a prison and it would have the sounds and shit. And most of the time, like 99% of the time it was boring. Mm-hmm. It was basically just people walking back and forth. They're just, you know, guards making their rounds. Very calm. They were laughing and joking. They are playing cards and shit. There was this one where this motherfucker just got out, man. And I don't know what happened. The guard didn't lock the fucking thing or whatever. And was just came out and just going fucking nuts. Running up and down, screaming and shit. <laughs> fucking jumping up and down. Like knocking on the gates. Just imagine if that happens one night. What is this guy going to do? What is he going to do, man? I don't know. Like, was it worth it? <laughs> you freaking moron. And that's what they do. Like, they make sounds. Like, they scream. Like, like you'll be watching the feed. You hear, ah. yeah. Like, what the fuck? What was that sound? They they bang on doors. They kick the walls. They throw things. They're so stupid. Well, you were watching... Uh, <clears throat> 60 Days In. They're yeah, animals. And, and that's what they do. They scream. <clears throat> they, they, yo! Like, at yeah. like 3 o'clock, yo! Like, over and over again. They talk to each other across the freaking pod. Like, yeah, shut up, man. Shut it's up. 2 in the morning. Is it ever quiet in the jail? You got 100 fucking miscreants that don't pay attention or follow the law. You're going to tell them to be quiet for eight hours at night? Give me a break. All right, so Sherry wanted me to let you know. Of course you did. That you talk a lot about fucking cats, just being heroes and shit. She wants you to know that not, because like now she's a dog person. She got a dog. Mm. So now she's saying, fuck them cats. Dogs should be heroes too, is essentially what she's saying here. There's a dog here in South Carolina uh, that tussled with a rabid coyote. And the, this owner was fighting a coyote to save their fucking pet. Mm. Coyotes are fucking... Crazy animals. Have you ever seen a like a coyote go after its prey in the wild? No, but there, there's a lot of coyotes down here, man. Coyotes. You see one, and you're like, oh, it's just one. And all of a sudden, they tilt their head up, and they go, and you yeah, fucking see eyes come Oh, shit, you're fucking done for. Not all heroes wear capes. This happened in Mount Pleasant. I've been there a few times. It's not very pleasant in Mount Pleasant. <laughs> Let me tell you that. But sometimes they end up needing rabies shots. A South Carolina man has received praise for racing to save his chihuahua, Roxy, from a coyote attack last week outside his Mount Pleasant home. No. The attack and Timothy Snipes' response were caught by a security camera. Snipes told WCPD in Charleston he had just let Roxy out the morning of January 12th when he heard her start barking. 
He started barking, and I was like, what is she barking at? He told the news station. It was a coyote poised for attack in the woods nearby. Instead of running towards Snipe and potential safety, Roxy ran toward the larger animal. That's on her. You made that choice, Roxy. <laughs> you made that choice. Now you're going to be some coyote's chew toy. Yeah, little dogs are ballsy, man. They're stupid. <laughs> they don't care. Little all right. ankle biters. All right, let me ask you this question here, man. I mean, your favorite pet of all time is probably Periwinkle. Right? Your favorite number one pet of all time. Yeah, okay. Your number yeah. one pet? Yeah, that's, that's fine. Let's say you see your number one pet, or it may not be Periwinkle. Your number one pet is in the jaws of, like, a lion. Oh, I, I, I would kill something you, that you went after fight, any of my... You, yeah. would, you would go fight a fucking big-ass animal that can Yeah, I'm, you're not going to fuck with my, my oh, animals. Man. I yeah, don't know. No. I don't know, man. It's a tough call. It's a tough call, man. It's a I'm, I'm being honest with you. You, you. you see your fucking... But a lot of people are reactionary, too. I guess you never know until you're in that situation. Yeah, I, I I don't know. If like if it was one of the kids, of course you're gonna fight. Yeah, I would fucking fight ten ten bears to save one of the kids. It doesn't matter, you know. I know I'm gonna get ripped apart, but it's something that you do. You have to at least try. But if it's a pet, you're like, oh fuck, that little bastard peed on the carpet last week. Fuck, you know, that's a that, that's a tough yeah, one. But pets are your babies. They they are. They can be, but there's a different relationship. And I get. I, I feel like there's many relationships of being a pet owner. I, do I love the pets? Yes. Do I hold them at the same level as I would my own children, where I'd give my life for them? No, that's that, and that's the truth. Yeah, and I think most people are like that. Think about it this way: if you were driving down the road and you saw a fucking deer on the side of the road, dead, dying its last breath, you're not going to pull the fuck over, put a blanket over the thing, and nurse it back to health. That ain't happening. But if you see a person on the side of the road, you're more likely, unless you're those three idiots that kept hitting the guy like a ping pong ball <laughs> on Friday or what, what, last Wednesday's show. You're going to pull over and help the person, or you're going to call somebody. You're, you're going to do something, you know? So uh, I, I don't want people to be, also, no, fuck, fuck, nerds and asshole. See, yes, that I, I am, wouldn't but do. I am honest. I'm yeah. fucking honest. My dog's getting mauled by a bear. That dog's saving me time to get away. <laughs> and once you realized the animal was several times her size, or Roxy headed back towards Snipe, Snipe sprang into action. The security footage shows a bathrobe clad Snipe stepping between Roxy and the coyote, which lost interest in the dog and launched itself at her owner. The coyote jumped on me and bit me on my leg, Snipe said. I wrestled it down and I choked him out. So this bitch is a bad motherfucker, man. In the video, Snipe grabbed the coyote by the tail and carried the subdued animal to a nearby dumpster, which she used to contain the coyote until he can call for help. Roxy, who was uninjured, can be seen running around and barking. So this guy... Oh, good for the dog. The rabies test was positive. <clears throat> Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah, but he can have shots, right? Isn't it like five, ten shots or something? He'll that's be all a, right. That's a lot of work, man. So he got this dog a fucking spiked like outfit to put on. Yeah. So it's like you like tie spikes around it. So now it's running around looking like a member of the Legion of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. <laughs> well, it's protected now. This video was hilarious. I saw this video and the guy comes out there in like a bathrobe. <laughs> And he fucking, he's holding this thing, and this coyote's being so obedient when he has it by the tail, and he opened up the, the dumpster, he dropped it in there and tried to hold it, and the thing was trying to get out, yeah. the coyote. It was like banging up, you see the, 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 the whatever, the, the, the lids bang up and down. I love these dogs, I do. Was it a pink fluffy bathrobe? Actually, I think it was pink. <laughs> I think it might have been pink the guy was wearing. See, you would look like the freaking Undertaker going outside. I would probably it. scare the thing because I look like a fucking... I do look like a druid. I got this humongous hood, this flowing fucking robe. 
Look like the Grim Reaper coming towards them. Your robe and a pony too. A pony of cold. When you go out to go check the mailman, it's just... Look at, <laughs> you can fucking hear the Imperial March song behind me. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I don't know. I, I just... I couldn't see myself out there fighting a wild animal to save a dog. I mean, the, isn't the dog's purpose to protect you from shit like that? It's, it's, it's a mutual... Thing, man. Listen, man. You fight your species, I'll fight mine. If a fucking person kicks you, then I will kick that person's ass. But if it's an animal that I can't, I'm not fighting an animal. You you know how to fight animals and how to fight people, okay? You fight what you fight, I'll fight what I fight. That's why you're an asshole. I am an asshole, but Sherry wanted me to let you know one more thing. One more thing, because Sherry, I don't know what, what got into Sherry for the past few months. She disappeared. I don't know what the hell she was doing, but she now she's life. back, and she wants me to let you know some stuff. So let me let you know that this man claimed $4 million. He claimed it with his fucking dog, and he planned to donate uh, to an animal welfare. Would you donate any money to an animal welfare center? If, if, if you wanted an amount like $4 million, what would you do with it? It's not very much. Not a lot. Like it, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's a good amount, I'm not saying, but it's only $4 million. There's got to be a reason why they donated to the animal shelter. If you play your cards right, and you live a, a good but modest lifestyle, you can stretch that for the rest of your life. Yeah, and you can leave the kids yeah. a little bit of something, but it ain't gonna, like, oh, yeah. I mean, four million, like, that's, like, ugh. And especially with know. inflation, too, you think about the way the world's going now, I mean, a million dollars could be nothing. Give me five, 400 million, and then I'll donate a shit ton to all over the place. <laughs> you think about the way inflation's going, though. Think about it. Now, like, back in the day, if, if you tell someone, you know, 40, 50 years ago, you're making $35,000 a year, they're probably like, oh, shit. But nowadays, you're 30, 35, you're, you're on welfare. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's just the way it is. A million dollars. I'd be like, man, back in the day, you thought a million dollars was a lot. You got a million dollars, and people would thought you were the shit. In the future, fucking that could be pocket yeah, money. But now that somebody. you have a house and a car, and like, like it would be gone. Yeah. Well, might as well pay the house off and pay the car off. Like, well, how yeah. much is left? But, well, we still, you, Kids you still have still... school to go to. So there goes the, like, it, I mean, four million really isn't. It's not I would that much. Still, I would still be watching what I'm getting at the grocery store. I wouldn't be going nuts all the time. You know, yeah. it's not. It's not what it used to be. Anyway, this guy and his dog are now millionaires thanks to a lottery win. Paul Riley won the second $4 million prize in the Massachusetts State Lottery's 100x cash instant ticket game. He opted for the one-time payment of $2.6 million. Yeah, I would too. Before taxes. Bef- hmm. That's it? Before taxes? So if you win $4 million, you would think, okay, I want a one-time lump sum payment. You would think it'd be 2.6 after after taxes, yeah. So how does this work? Where, where does the one point four go? If that's before taxes, what happens? No, that where would does that go. Yeah, because I would definitely second guess that decision then. I'd be like, what the fuck's going on? I would, I would almost take the twenty thousand dollars a week or whatever the hell it would come down to. Yeah. I mean, who the fuck's gonna spend? Who the fuck can spend twenty thousand in a week? <sighs> I mean, no, I, you could. Over time, it'd be harder. Like one, like like once you splurge for the first couple of months, you you run out of shit to buy. I mean, how many yeah. PlayStation Fives can you have in your fucking house? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. After a few months, I would save, I would pay off that, you know, pay off everything you wanted to, and after that, you're like, <coughs> now what? You're just collecting money at that point. I, I don't know. That, that doesn't make any sense. But anyway, Riley and his dog Raven, they claimed the prize together on Tuesday, and the animal lover says he plans to donate part of his winnings to the Animal Rescue League. 
He also plans to buy his wife a new car. The Peabody convenience store from which Riley bought the winning ticket will also receive $40,000 from selling it. Another $4 million prize and six $1 million prizes in a 100x cash game have yet to be claimed. So there you go. Keep playing that fucking game. There's some money out there for you to win if you can win it. This guy's going to donate to charity. I guess that's a... I mean, it is a good thing to do. Oh, well, yeah. He's probably only going to donate like 10000 or whatever. And that's a good chunk. He's older. You know. But $4 million went it was dwindled down to what? <laughs> I don't, 2. I don't know. 2.6? Oh, man. My first question would be, all right, well, where did the 1.4 go? Yeah. I can see if they take out 40000 or win. But even then, I mean, I won that shit. I won all $4 million. Give me the chance to, to fucking have it. And then I will pay the taxes on it. Don't just take the fucking... I mean, because to me, that's like, all right, you're taking your cut before I can even see the money. That's just the government extorting and stealing money from me. That's why I fucking hate taxation. I think it'd be better if, like, they gave you, like, let's say if you make $10 a fucking hour at your job, you work 40 hours a week, your check should be $400 every single week, unless you work overtime or you work a little bit less. At the end of the year, the government should say, all right, well, you made this much money last year. We know how much you made, obviously. Here is your cut that comes to us for the taxes. And then you write a check to the government. Fuck that. I would rather I have that than them taking that. this shit. I would, rather, I would rather do that. that. That's how all these freaking celebrities yeah. and shit get in trouble because they're not paying their... They forget to pay their taxes. They put someone else in charge and they don't pay the tax. Hell no. Yeah. Take it out of the check. But that's why you always have mm-hmm. to... I mean, but that, but that's their problem. They have to take accountability. And then you have to make sure that you have that money at the end of the year to pay it. I mean, some people are smart with it. Yeah, no... I would, rather, I would rather have it, though, because then at least that way you write the check. You feel like you're more in control. This way the government's just taking from you. You have no idea. They're just taking. You don't know where it's going. Yeah. You just look at your pay stub. Oh, this tax, that tax. You're just fucking with you, man. They're a bunch of fucking scumbags, and they're also a bunch of fucking crooks and assholes. There we go. Woo-hoo. Can't stand the fucking government, man. <laughs> but I can't stand this, and it's been a hell of a, been a, hell of a month, man. January's been a, uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. How has January been for you so far? It's been too the first fucking month. cold. I am praying for February. Like, yeah. please, let's get get me out of this month. It's been a rough month for me, man. It's been a very shitty month. I'm coming out of my seasonal depression. It's like every fucking year it hits me around this time. I start to come out of it hopefully soon. Man, this shit with my grandfather fucking sucks, and then it's just like everything that's going on. This year is off to an awful start for me already. It's yeah. it fucking sucks. I, I hate this year, and you know it's just going to get worse. But we are here together. Which is always a plus, and uh, you know we're gonna make it the Friday. We're gonna make it every Friday, and you guys are gonna be here with us, and we appreciate y'all for listening. Let's get on with it here. I'm trying to figure out why the hell this segment is just so fucking beloved by you. Oh so my much. god, it's because it's the last one, man. You talk about it all the time, but you never tell me why you love it so much. It's the last one. All right, you ready for it? Yes. This person wants to know: Am I the asshole for telling my daughter she can't live with us if she's married? Oh, this is leftover from Friday, yeah. right? Okay. You already jumped the judgment. I think you said, yes, they're an asshole. Yeah. Unless they have, like, ten kids with them. Like, why can't you let them just stay with you a while and save up money? Although I always jump to a conclusion, and then the story is, like, completely different than what's going on in my head. So. Is there any excuse? Because living is permanent. You think living with us. You would think that's permanent. You're not staying with us. It's like, oh, they might be getting renovations done. Yeah. Living is like you're li- living with us. You're married. I can understand from the dad's perspective. Like, hey, aren't you married? Why the fuck are you living here? You know, I mean. Well, course. it depends on the situation. If they're yeah. paying half the mortgage and they're buying their own food and like, like I, you know, and we yeah. have the room. 
Like, I don't want the girls to leave. I don't ever want them to leave either. I'm just trying so, to think about, you know, I always had to get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, because. like, it really just depends on, like, how bad the situation is. Because, yeah. like, please, please don't leave. Like, stay right here where I can keep you safe. I want them to stay in this house forever and ever. <laughs> but then again, I also want them to go out and enjoy life and what, oh, I what know. it offers you, too. Know. And, you know, like, we, we've done all that. We've had our fun. And once they leave, we can have more fun. So it's, you know, that's just what I'm waiting for. Get the fuck out. Like, part, part of me is, like, leave so we grow up so we can have fun again. Oh the other part's like, just stay here forever, you know. Rough time in our household. We just had to draw a line with our daughter that if she wants to keep living here, she needs to get a divorce. Ooh. Oh, okay. See? All right. Like, yeah, like you marry this guy, and there comes a certain responsibility to marrying somebody. You're, you're, you're agreeing to take care of this person and take it off my fucking hands. That's why the guy's supposed to come to the, hu- the, to the husband in, in the house and say... Do I have permission to marry your daughter? Oh, get the fuck out of here with that shit. That's the time old tradition. That's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. I mean, essentially, that's what you're doing. You're asking for permission to take this person. They take your last name, which means you're taking ownership and responsibility for them. Yeah, but there's obviously issues here. He's telling her that if she's staying here, you need a divorce. So they're, yeah. they're obviously arguing and stuff. There's, it's not yeah. good. Yeah, like, that's why I can see the dad saying, like, hey, he's, I'm still taking care of you. You took his last name. Go. He needs to do this now. He needs to be a man. Like, I can hear that conversation. So anyway, normally this would be gross overstepping and doesn't even align with my personal values, but it has to happen. My daughter and her husband got married just out of college, not long after my daughter got married. Her epilepsy came back, and her husband's father fell into dire straits due to costs with his divorce and his mother's care. My daughter lost the ability to work, and her husband was suddenly responsible for also helping his father and younger siblings have a place to live. This and her medical costs quickly drained their small savings to the point that they couldn't keep up their apartment, so she moved back in with us. Temporarily, in quotations. <coughs> this was two years ago. Despite having a nursing degree, she can't actually work in that field because it isn't safe anymore. She can work part-time, but the jobs she can safely do don't pay enough. He does have a full-time job, but between student loans and paying the entire rent at his father's townhouse, he just can't help out which means all her expenses are on us, including the cost of her insurance and all her medical costs that insurance doesn't cover. We just can't keep doing this anymore. We need to get our younger two through college, and we need to start saving much more for retirement if we ever hope to get out of there. My husband is incredibly lucky to have a pension, but I don't. We are in no way the parents who kick our kids out at 18, but we can't sustain this lifestyle. We've looked into benefits that are available for a while now. She wouldn't qualify for full disability medically, but Medicare would be amazing, especially if she turns 26 next year. Even EBT would help out a lot. The problem is this. As a married woman, my daughter's income is too high for Medicare or EBT. If she was single, she'd be eligible for both. Okay. We can pause there for a second. I I, I know what they're asking <clears> for <throat> here. Yeah. I know what they're doing. Yeah. Trying to work the system. Because she has to report her husband's earnings, which is too much. Because the government only... I mean, the government sees things one way, but they want you to see things another they see everything as cut and dry numbers. Okay, so you make $100,000 a year. That's more than enough. And they, they don't care where that money is going. Yeah, they don't care. They don't give a fuck. But you have an ex-wife. you got five kids. You've got yeah. this, that, and other thing. You're helping you're out your dad. Debt. You're paying your dad's bills and your yeah. bills. They don't give a shit. They just count what the hell you're making, and that's it, period. They, you could be the most responsible man in the world, and you are not wasting a penny of that $100,000 income, but they don't care. Yeah. But then someone who makes 30000 a year is going out and buying drugs, but just because they're under that threshold, they get all the help that you're denied, and you can need it more than them because their money's for food, booze, and alcohol, and yeah. crack and shit, and they're just having a good time off the government's dime, but you can't. And your tax dollars are paying for someone more fortunate than you's success story of life. 
And it's weird because it doesn't make sense the way I'm saying it, but that's the way it actually works. Yeah. The people that make the most struggle the most and have to pay for the people that are just coasting through life's fucking coasting through life. You know, that's the way it is. So, of course, it's devastating. Of course, I don't blame them for what's happening in their life. I completely understand that he wasn't willing to watch his father and young siblings be out in the street. And that's great and admirable. But realistically, he, he uh, couldn't have kept them afloat if he'd refused to help out anyway. But something here has to give. Obviously, she's fighting us on this. She's been angry for days about how we're going against our values and destroying her happiness. All true, but unfortunately, this has to happen. This would save us all thousands and thousands of dollars a year, money we're all going to need. She's trying to get sympathy from our family who are trying to make us reconsider. But we've done the math and gotten as much advice as we can. This is the only option. But are we the assholes for forcing it as an ultimatum? Mm. That's crazy because you're actually you're forcing her to get a divorce, dude. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they, they're not assholes, in my opinion. I mean, either you make your marriage work and make your life work on your own. Are you going to have to? I mean, if you want to take care of you, we can. But this is the way it's going to have to be. Yeah. We need help. We're not. These funds aren't unlimited, man. Just because you're your parents, you're not supposed to live off your parents' teeth forever. I, I understand that, but she's sick. Like they, I mean, yeah, yeah she's they're, sick. They're, they're all a bunch of assholes, really. The parents are not assholes here. They're saying like, hey, listen, I understand, but you know, if you're gonna live here, we don't have the funds to make this work, but we can get the funds if you do this for us. They wouldn't be able to get the funds that way either, unless she's lying. You but, yeah. literally have to lie. If you're yeah. staying with your parents' house, you can't say that you're staying with your parents' house. Yeah. Because, because they take the their income in. Yeah. And so she's still screwed. So whether she's divorced... Like, it sounds to me they want her just, like, living on the street somewhere. Divorced because she can't out. live with them. There's no way that they'll give her the EBT or anything. Ultimately, it is her husband's responsibility to figure this out. It is. It's her, it's her, it's her responsibility. It's her husband's family's responsibility to freaking get off their ass yeah. and start doing something so he doesn't have to provide for them. It's a screwed up situation. This, this whole situation sucks. I don't like any of these people. It does. I mean, everybody's screwed up here. This poor girl is freaking sick. And like, yeah, it's just she's ridiculous. Sick. This guy's dad's sick. Everyone's trying to do the right thing here. Ugh, I don't think he, I don't think this film is out because they can still keep this thing going. They got it figured out. I don't know their situation. I only know from what they explained in the little. Uh, you know, yeah, they need there. to look more into that because if, it, if she's living, they're just going to take every single person that's working in that household all that money. Yeah. If they think it's going to work, and if it sounds like they got it figured out, if that's unless they're living in some random bubble somewhere, I mean, I don't know. But if that's going to work for them, man, you know they got to do what they got to do to make it work and to take care of this kid. They didn't ask for her to come back; she had to come back for reasons. Yeah. Ultimately, it is this husband's responsibility, man. I mean, like if I had to take care of a family member, but we had our little thing here, and, and I'm not going to sit there and be like, "Well, you got to go stay with your dad while I take care of my family." Like, no, we built this life together. We made this promise to each other. We're going to do our thing, and then everyone else got to figure their shit out. Uh, it, it, it's tough. It's it's a tough thing, you know. Yeah. It's not a good spot. I don't think they're assholes. You you do you think they're assholes for asking? You're telling her to get a divorce, man. I mean, you're you're in this house not doing a damn thing to help. This is your way know. of helping is by, they're not asking her to, to really divorce her husband where they're never going to talk her again or whatever. They're not saying you can never, all they're saying is, hey, can you just put this on paper if you're going to live here? You, we need help. You can't be selfish and say, I'm not getting divorced and you're also going to take care of me while I do nothing. No, you're, you're going to fucking do something. You're going to get the fuck out. Well, she's working. But barely given anything, you know. Yeah. She's, they're coming I don't know. out of pocket. I think they're, I think they're assholes. They're all assholes. I, I really like. I don't like the, this whole situation. They have to. They have to retire. At some, these parents have to retire sometime. Yeah. Everyone's trying to do the right thing. All they're asking is for a. a it's not even a real. It's a fake divorce. They're still going to be technically married together. I mean, yeah, they're still going to be know. together. 
I don't know, man. It, it, it's, it's just a title. Yeah. They're not even living the married life. Fine, you, you want to cosplay being married? Then go, then go fucking live with him and get out of our house. Or you stay here and you get divorced, you're still together. But we need help. You know, at least that, that's all I'm saying. I, I can't call them assholes, but if you are. Yeah, they're assholes. Then I'm wrong and they're assholes, but I don't think they are. Yeah, fuck that. I guess I, guess I, I mean, we're going to have Jenna forever. I know. And we'll provide for like. Yeah. I mean, this girl is sick. Like, fuck you, man. You're, they're well, assholes. I, she she only work so much it's, it's because she's got a medical condition. It's a different kind. She has a medical condition. Like, that's a medical condition. She I can't know. do nothing. I and, know, like, she but, can't get help from anybody. That's ridiculous. But she's married. Yeah, you know, they got to figure know. it out. And if she's going to be in that house, she's got to fucking provide somehow. Yeah. Somehow. It's not fair to these parents. They can't work forever. They're oh, they're going to get to the point where they can't work and he's going to take care of them. Not her. <sighs> she's 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 the one bleeding them dry, you know? And I understand she's got a condition, but she's got to give. All she's got to do is divorce this guy and still be with him. They don't have to never see each other again. A divorce doesn't mean they instantly hit each other. It's like, hey, this is why we're doing it. He's in on it. She's in on it. They're all, they can all make it work. Yeah. I don't I don't think so, but you know, I guess I'm wrong. What are you going to be doing for the next couple of days? Um... I don't, I don't really know. I'll probably finish that um, Outlast show on Netflix, and then I'm not sure what day is today. Oh, today's Monday. No, yeah. yeah, I have no freaking idea. I'll probably just finish that. There's only a couple episodes left, and then I'll find something else. I'm not sure. I'll be watching football. Yeah. So, well, maybe not watching it, but I don't really watch football unless it's the Giants playing. Even the playoff games, I'll just like check the scores. And I don't really give a shit. Unless it's, unless it's my team, I don't give a fuck. The Giants and even the Jets, I'll watch the Jets. A little bit the Giants are out of it. And both teams just fucking stunk it up, so I don't give a shit. <clears throat> I just hope the Chiefs fucking lose. I hate the fucking Chiefs. I'm sick of the 49ers in here about their bullshit. They won, so they're uh, in the championship game, the NFC championship game. I really want the Chiefs to lose. I hope the Buffalo Bills fucking do it to them, man. I would love to see the Buffalo Bills and the Detroit Lions in the Super Bowl this year. I would love to see that. <laughs> Two teams that have never won a Super Bowl, and this is someone's got to win. Yeah, their first that would be fucking would be huge. Cool. Where's the Super Bowl going to be at this year? Uh, I don't know. I I, I don't remember, <laughs> and I don't care. I, I I don't watch it. I really I don't care about the commercials. I don't care about the game unless I it's do. I'll have it on. I'll have it probably on the, the mm. iPad next to me. <laughs> Lions and the Bills, I, I would watch. If it's the Lions and the Bills, I'll watch this year. If it's the freaking 49ers and the Chiefs, fuck them. Fuck them, for real. But whatever. Other than that, I'll be doing that. I'm going to finish Twilight, get my full review and a grade, and reveal if I'm Team Jacob and Edward or Team Edward and Jacob. We'll find out which team I chose. So stupid, man. From the very first movie, I picked the team, and I'm still on that team. Yeah, but how do I know you're still the on the team? Movie. How do I know? Because you won't tell me. So you could switch. True, but I haven't. Although I never switched either. I will never switch. And uh, I like the. And, and I will give a full detailed reason why, and it'll make sense to you why I chose the person I chose in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So there there you go. That's all I'm going to be doing. You want to tell me they can find so us? Stupid. Oh, God. There you go. <laughs> you can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and then Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com. 